So hi, welcome to the Noise Podcast here with Cameron from TwinXL. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you to start the project, and what does the project name mean? Um, it was in. Uh, it kind of started as an act of a by accident. Um, John and Steven and myself have been friends for like over a decade, and they played in a band called the Somerset, and I played with a band called the Ready Set, and we knew each other. We bumped into each other all the time, and um. After so long, we all ended up living in LA, and then we ran into each other more. And I think we talked about making some music together um, just to see what it what would happen for like years, <laughs> and then eventually we did. Because it, it, it's funny, like LA, whatever the the kind of like LA songwriter circuit is so funny because Pete, you'll be like, hey, we should write a song sometime, and then it just never happens. Yeah. Um, and luckily for you know for us it did and it just clicked and I don't I don't think our intention was to actually start a band we were like maybe we write some songs and they're great for one of our other projects or another artist and we just kind of kept getting together over the course of a year and then John called me and he was like this is like the coolest music ever and do you want to be in a band with me? Kind of like what you would do in high school. Oh, <laughs> like, interesting. Yeah, at the cafeteria, hey, you want to be in a band? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was kind of an accident. And then the name uh, is even funnier because it doesn't um, mean really anything. It was John was driving. We were, we were trying to come up with a name for these songs just, just to put them out. And John saw the word twin on something oh. when he was driving. And then he just, so we were like, okay, let's call the band Twin. Obviously, that's impossible because there's like probably a million bands called Twin. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it, we just added the XL because we thought it looks cool. Okay. And we actually were totally not thinking about the fact that it's also a bed size. So Good point. We kind of yeah. shot ourselves in the foot because they were really hard to Google. <laughs> yeah, I had to Google so Twin we XL like, band. <laughs> right. So, so we're like, well... If we get to the point where we come up before, you know, pictures of beds on Google Images, then we know we made it. Definitely. They're pretty impressive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Beds are pretty well known. They are. Beds are popular. Yeah, so I've heard. I'd like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so congrats on your newest release, Lemonade. How do you felt the response to that song so far? I think it was really good. Um, we've been writing a lot over the course of the pandemic and... Um, trying to just, you know, keep making new music. It's un unfortunately, since we can't tour, that's kind of been the focus is like, how do we get more music out than we normally would? And how do we make more music videos and things like that? And I think, I think it was a little bit of a departure for us, lyrically at least. And I think people really responded well to it. And it was also, it was the first, uh, the video was the first video we actually per like properly performed like a band. Oh. It, as as opposed to doing something quirky and weird it, like our other videos so and i think that that was intentional because like people can't see us play right now so yeah and people are wanting it really bad you know everyone's everyone's like counting the days till we can all go to a concert and rock out together so we wanted to incorporate that into the video as well okay that's good since you guys did that for a video are you guys like planning live stream concerts of any sort since you want to give people like that show feeling kind of thing we've we've i mean we've done some acoustic stuff on 
on just hopping on Instagram and doing that. We did that for a little while, and there's only so many times you could play your songs acoustic on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you know we've heard them. Um, I think it's something we've talked about and we really want to do. I feel like, you know, we have a couple new songs out now that we haven't played live too much or or not at all, and. I think at some point, once we have like a, almost a full set of new stuff, it would be really cool to do a live stream and just like, you know, kind of give give people a, an idea of what it would feel like to be at a show uh, listening to those songs in, in real life. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. So you're not like one of those bands that's like, we're dropping new music, but the first time we want to perform it live is in front of people. Mm-hmm. Well, we have, oh, oh, um, I don't know. I think, I think it's hard to think that way right now when when we're going to be able to do that. Um, The first couple songs we dropped, we dropped a song called melt and a song called problematic at the start of the year, right when all the crazy stuff went down and we were, we had already been playing those on tour. Mm -hmm. So we were kind of already testing out the the reaction to them at shows prior to the pandemic, obviously. And we were like, well, people have already seen us play them. So let's put them out. Um, and now we're kind of moving into like new stuff that we started working on the, over, over the last year. Okay. So, uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for that song? So that song we wrote with uh, two, a, pr- a production duo, production slash writer duo called The Heavy, who are good friends of ours. And it was just a normal session. Uh, we were just kind of like, okay, well, we had never gotten together, all of us with them before. So we wanted to just see if it, we got something cool, just kind of throwing stuff at the wall. And I think, um, I think like even the, we, we didn't necessarily talk about this, but I think for me personally, I was like at this point, it was like, I don't know, mid-year maybe. And I was so just drained from all the media, all the news, everything. And I was just totally like shut down. Um, not really like, you know, totally depressed or not really totally stoked on life and just kind of like nothing. And I was like, how do I say that in a song? And I think a lot of people are feeling that my favorite line from the song is I hate to say it, but my heart is on vacation. It's kind of a way just to be like, sorry, like I'm not here right now, but here's this song <laughs> or something. <laughs> okay. um, just trying to like kind of put that feeling that I think a lot of people are feeling into, into words. Okay. Uh, so you kind of went into it a little bit, but if you want to go a little bit more in depth, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this song? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it, it, it's been such a weird year because it's like you want to keep making music, but the, the normal reasons you're doing it like don't exist. So you're like, okay, well, we're going to make these songs and we're going to make the best songs we can. And then we're going to, go put up you know put them out and then we're gonna go tour on them for two years so it's kind of like at, at that point i think i was like well i don't know why we're doing this but we just have to do it because it's what we do and mm-hmm. we don't know how to do anything else so that's i mean that's kind of where my head was at at that point i think now things are a little more settled into like you know plant like pe- people have kind of made their plans of like okay we're gonna do this live stream we're gonna do this Mm-hmm. music video and we're gonna how, however you're gonna promote it um so but but at that point yeah i was just totally like i don't know i just felt like defeated <laughs> by everything yeah. so 
I get that. Um, That's valid. Yeah. Uh, so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this track, uh, if any? Um, I don't know. I, I think it sounds like us. I think it sounds like a song that could be on the last EP. Um, besides the lyrics being a little darker. I mean, we have a couple songs that were a little darker lyrically on the EP, but it was very much like a summery sound. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess it just kind of feels, and I think that was because we, we, you know, we've written like over 30, 40 songs over the last year. And I think this one felt like a really cool bridge to what we're going to do next, where we might be a little more experimental. But I think it sounds like Twin XL. I think it has bright tones. I think the lyrics are a little edgy and ironic. I think um, it has a lot of energy. Like you can almost feel how we would play it live. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just think it sounds like us and it sounds like a cool continuation of what, what we were doing before. Okay. Okay. You said experimental for upcoming music. Mm -hmm. what, what are you talking about? Like, are you guys going to do something like completely drastic for new stuff? Or is it just going to be a slight switch in tone? Um, we have, so we have a collab track coming out, I think like next week. Oh, wow. They, they, they tell me these things and then I just forget. <laughs> Felt that, yeah. I'm pretty sure it comes out next week and I don't want to say who the collab is with because it's a surprise, but okay. it's, it's, um, two artists that are very good friends of ours that we've played shows with before. And it is definitely a curveball for us. It's not, I don't, I don't think it sounds like Twin XL as you know it. I don't think it sounds like the other artists that are on the track as you know them. It's, mm -hmm. just, it's just its own thing um that's going to live in its own world and i don't necessarily think that means we're going to go become a totally different band but i think the cool thing about right now is is the way that everyone's making music is so different like people are file sharing over zoom or people are writing over the internet basically and um i think it's kind of led to people taking risks and doing stuff they wouldn't normally do so um yeah. And I, I think for us too, it's like, we're, we're, we're always kind of thinking about what we're going to do next and want to keep people on their toes and, and challenge ourselves to, to grow and, and not just continually do the same thing over and over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm very excited for that. You've got my head I'm, going a million miles an hour for that collab exactly. track now. <laughs> I think I have an idea, but I'm excited to see. Um, so this one should go like super, super fast. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this new single for new listeners in three words. Okay. Uh, I'm going to choose my words wisely here. Okay. But it has to be quick. <laughs> oh, it has to be quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My head. Mm -hmm. uh, dark, summer, sad. Dark, summer, sad. It's good. <laughs> Those words know. typically wouldn't work together. Exactly. But I yeah, agree. summer and dark. Yeah. <laughs> it should have been, been dark, sad summer, but. <laughs> okay, you can rearrange them. We'll, we'll go with dark, summer, sad. All right. You know, I, I agree. Uh, so, on that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening to this song? Uh, I know. I I never. I've never actually thought about that. I mean, I I guess I have thought about that, but. I think for me with music, when I listen to music, 
I'm usually looking for one of two things. I either want to hear something that takes me to a totally new world and it's like an escape from where I am right now. And it's, and it, and it provides that sort of like comfort in that way or, or not even comfort, but it, it takes me away from where I am and, and it, or reminds me of something it's nostalgic mm-hmm. um, and, and puts me in a, in a certain place in my life again or whatever it is, or I'm, I'm listening or, or, or I'm listening for songs that really resonate with me. And it's like, wow, this person is feeling exactly what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And that provides comfort to me. So as long as it does one of those two things, I feel like I did my job okay. as a songwriter. That's right. good. Yeah. Um, it definitely gave me that just reminiscent feeling. So Thank you for that. That's good. <laughs> so I know the world is kind of shut down right now, but what can fans expect when you guys get back on the road, get back to touring, I guess, with this new era that's coming up? What can we expect with that? Oh, man. It's so hard to think about. I, I've, I've like pictured in my head so many times since all this stuff has been happening. Like, what it, what is it going to feel like to get on stage that first show back mm-hmm. and first chord and the lights come up and I think it's like it's going to be the most emotional thing for everyone definitely honestly I I kind of feel like I would love to do a club show no fancy lights no anything and just just a just a regular show where it's just about us performing you know the people who come to see us singing and and just have it be that and it's like I think I think even just that would be would be glorious. Definitely. So yeah. just focus on the music, basically, rather than the whole theatrical part of it. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's good. I like that. Um, so speaking of tours, in uh, 2019, you guys went on tour with I Don't Know How. Uh, we wanted to ask what that experience was like and how that happened. Uh, that was a wonderful experience. They are very, very kind people. They were very good to us. Um, I've known Ryan Seaman for, I mean, since like 2010 or something. Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's actually <laughs> funny because he, I, I had this band called Weatherstar back then that was like, you know, MySpace era. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he took me on my first tour ever. Oh. Wow. So he was in a band called The Bigger Lights and... And he took he took Weatherstar out on tour, and so it was really cool full circle thing that they were cool enough to bring Twin XL out on tour, and they they asked us to do it. It wasn't like a, a arranged through managers or, or anything like that. Really, we were just I knew Ryan, and he was like, "Hey, we're going on, we're doing some headlining shows, and you guys want to come play with us?" And it was just really fun and. Their fans were awesome and very receptive to us. They treated us very well. We had a nice green room every day. Not not that the other bands we've been out with haven't treated us well. Everyone's been super nice, but that's okay. always one of the things that you're, especially when you're touring with someone you haven't toured with before. Um, in those cases, you're like, man, I hope they're nice and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're stuck with them for right. a while. Yeah, especially as an opening band, and you want to be really respectful and. And just kind of roll with whatever. So luckily, they were they were a pleasure to tour with. Mm-hmm. All right, awesome. Uh, so speaking of that tour, actually, 
would you guys ever do like a, a collab, like a split or a song? Will there be an I don't know how and Twin XL mashup? Is that in the future? Is that just kind of like a eh, let's I just stick I, to tours? I, I would love to do that. Uh, we haven't talked about that. Okay. Yet, but um, I think that would be awesome. I would be super into it. I'm, I hope I hope they would be too. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I think your sounds would go together really well. Honestly, I think it, it'd be good. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I mean, tweet at them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Um, so where do you see the band in the next five years? And are these singles leading up to anything bigger? Or are we just dropping singles now trying to stay relevant in the algorithm? Mm. Uh, yes and yes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, in five years, I hope we're just still doing, you know, I, I hope by then we're allowed to play shows again. That would yeah. be hard. Um, I hope that we have uh, put put a proper album out. That was one of the things I think, because we, we were on tour with Fitz and the Tantrums, the pandemic hit. We We only got cut short by two shows, which was really lucky, even though it probably should have been cut short before that. Mm -hmm. But um, we got, you know, we got back and I think the plan we actually didn't have, we had a couple of festivals. We had, um, so one of fire something, Firefly or Firefly. one of the, I don't know if it was that one, Bottle Rock. That's what it was. Oh, we had okay. Bottle Rock and then we had a couple other festival type things for the summer. And then we were going to take the whole summer off to write anyway. So the plan was to put an album out and I think we're still going to do that. But I think now that we don't know when we're going to go be able to really support an album cycle and create a vibe for the album and play the album we're we're more so definitely just like thinking about, okay, what's the best song that we have? Mm -hmm. What do we think is going to best um, service our fans and our the, the people who would come to see us at shows like what do those people want and we're just trying to do our best to give to give them the, the best stuff possible um, and I think ultimately a lot of these songs that we're putting out right now will and be on an album okay um, but the pressure of, of doing the full album is is definitely not as uh, as you know there's not as much pressure on that as there was Okay. Okay. I get that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Mm -hmm. Sick. Uh, so, we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, man. It would be there's a sushi place in Los Angeles called Sugarfish. Mm -hmm. And it would be Sugarfish, uh, probably with sake. Nah, just kind of. You guys. <laughs> okay. Simple. Solid. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Fictional world for a week. Um, this is a hard question. There's so many great fictional worlds. Yep. I guess I would do uh, Hogwarts. <gasps> what oh. house are you? Slytherin. Slytherin. Okay. All right. That's fair. I can respect that. I, can respect I, I, that. I like picking Slytherin because I know it's like the wrong answer. No, no, no. There's there's no wrong answer. Oh my god. Slytherin people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Green. Specific shade? Like a dark teal. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Leaning towards green. Okay. okay. So a tealy green. Tealy green. That's good. <laughs> That's a good one. You know, I actually thought about that the other day. Did you? Yeah, because I think. I think. I mean, I. I, I want to say over the course of my life, my favorite color has changed. Ooh. But I don't know if it truly has. Oh. And it, and if you're just picking like without you know the teal in between color, mm-hmm. colors in between, as I like to call them. Uh. I feel like there's been p- periods of my life where I've picked blue, but I don't mm. think that it was actually blue. I oh. think I just said blue because that was a, that was the color that you were supposed to like. And I mm. think that green has always been my favorite color. And I actually decided this like three days ago. So it was Oh weird. my God. This is very new. Yeah. Very new. Wow. And I also think that ha- like the, the day that you don't have a favorite color is the day that you've like totally grown up and mm. I don't ever want to do that. So... Yeah. Th- I think never. that's what people say. Okay. Really? Okay. That's horrible. I have a favorite color, even if you're lying. Mm-hmm. Well, we've only had a couple of people say they don't have a favorite color, so yeah. I guess most people haven't grown up. Them. Yeah. You have to force them. You have to have a favorite color. You exactly. Just pick one. It's easy. It could be black or white, which Glory says is a shade. But shades. Yeah. <laughs> um, Still counts, though. So as Gloria said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, I kind of talked about the collab coming out next week. I don't know if this will this will probably be up by then. I assume or, right about then or the yeah. week after. By the time that you see this video, please go listen to our new collab song. And you know what? It's called Lonely. So okay. This, yeah, it's a song called Lonely. And it's really great, and I hope that you like it. And thank you for listening to us if you like to listen to us. Hell yeah. Wonderful. All right. Uh, well, thank you for sitting out. This has been Cameron from Twin XL and We're the Good Noise Podcast.